0: Here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura.
1: Head on over to Facebook.com slash Your Morning Show and help me decide what my next uh, one-upmanship pumpkin carving should be this year. A subject, and we've got a few early risers. Sharon says a twins theme would be good this year. Will it?
2: Well, here's (laughs) how stupid I am. What? Okay, and maybe just here's how not awake I am. When you said that earlier, I thought a twins, theme, like you and Londa, on the same pumpkin as twins. twins. I don't know if the pumpkin's big enough. Oh. And then I was, I saw she capitalized twins. Oh, uh, twins, twins, twins! The man. baseball team. There's, Hello,
1: <laughs> Laura's from Wisconsin. Everybody, she's oh, twin twins. I mean, if so, there's a couple. There's a couple weeks yet before I need to carve. The twins could pull it back. If they all of a sudden, oh, man, all of a sudden they're in the World Series. Absolutely. I think I could do a Twins one. But
2: Well, and listen, if you're a true fan, it doesn't matter if they're in, if they're mm. out. Like, they are your
1: team, right? Mm-hmm. 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 But thank you. We'll see. Speaking of us together, Dan, said, who knows he does volunteering with my wife's program like I do, so he knows <laughs> her well. He said, you should do one either of yours and Londa's fears. Oh. I'm trying to think what that would be. Oh, La- I know my wife's. It's that okay. a shark will get her in whatever body of water she's in, even if it's Green Lake or <laughs> will, like, uh, Foot Lake. You uh. know,
2: and you think that that's an irrational fear, but anything's possible. No. So, uh,
1: But then he also said, do one of a picture that reminds you of your anniversary. We had our 15th this fall. I kind of like where that's going. Right. Like the both of us maybe on a a pumpkin. And by the way, it's all pumpkins all the time. On Facebook.com slash Your Morning Show, there's a few of my uh, favorites that I've done in past Halloweens.
2: They're so good.
1: Thank you. The one on the bottom right is my wife with her favorite, Jackson Brown. Mm Mm-hmm. I also included the actual album cover of Jackson Brown to show the inspiration for that. When uh, our friend Anya wrote, that's amazing. The the one of Londa looks exactly like her. I said, are you serious?
2: Listen, don't tell her that I said this, but before you showed me the album cover, when she was holding up the pumpkin, he has a little bit of a feminine look to him and feminine features. I thought it was Launda. They could be maybe brother and sister. I know she's not going to want to hear that, but uh, and maybe he's not going to want to hear it more uh, than she's not going to want to hear it. But they, there is a resemblance there.
1: I don't know. She may say, you know what? If I'm going to look like a, a male celebrity, it's going to be my guy, Jackson Brown. Yeah,
2: maybe. Yeah, maybe. back in the
1: 70s, he had the long, flowing hair. So I did message her. I'm like, did you seriously? She said, no, I was just waiting for a reaction. She's way prettier <laughs> than her celebrity crush. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, I agree
2: right. with that, too. But he <laughs> may look a little Londa-ish.
1: Uh, that's true i'll give you that but she said seriously the that one of uh dan a former co-host yeah that one even amazed myself i thought because i it's thought well if so it comes good. out kind of funny and awkward that would be funny
2: even better but
1: then i put and, the candle in and I'm like oh my <laughs> gosh it looks like him
2: and when you worked together did you did was he working with you when you did this one or oh, did yeah. you do it so he could hold it
1: up side uh, by side yeah.
2: with his face. It <laughs> yeah. was probably so spot on. Uh,
1: that yeah, and the shading. So that's why I'm like, hey, you know what? Now I I think uh, I want to try something on the uh, the yeah. master carver scale, and just looking for inspiration. And by the way, if you've done any, we've had a, a couple who've showed the pictures of theirs. I'll put those in the comments oh, yeah. too. I think I know what I'm leaning toward, but. If one of our Facebook friends and listeners gives me a, an idea day. that I use, I am going to give them all of any leftover Halloween candy at my house will be I don't yours. I know
2: how good of an offer that well, is. I, I, mean, don't, I don't think there's going to be much <laughs> left over. That's what I got. Because you bought it and dumped it out in the bowl already.
1: Don't judge my offer. <laughs> Gets me through my morning every day.
2: Hilarious. Q102.
0: Well, a tough one for the old twins yesterday. Mm. Four runs in the top of the first inning for Houston, and they never look back on the way to crushing the Minnesotans Crushed. by a score of nine to one. Now, yesterday when
1: you left us uh, to go to the Twins game, yeah, you uh, you said you wanted to have the fan experience, not right. Not the sports director experience, right? Yeah. Did you at least have a, a good like some good food?
0: No, no, no. What? i I don't know I didn't I, I i had a Polish right when I got there that was about it yeah uh i I had a couple of kilobrews uh which is a sixteen ounce can of root beer for seven ninety three <laughs> <Well>. uh, yeah <laughs> each yeah each so uh <laughs> And then the whole thing, you know, it just they, they were behind. So it, it isn't easy to get into there, during the day especially, oh. finding parking. So I arrived in downtown Minneapolis at 25 past 2. Uh-huh. I finally sat in my seat at 25 past 3. <gasps> the game had started? Yeah. I, I missed the first four runs the Astros scored. So uh-huh. my, my friend and I, we meet there. We walk into the stadium, and uh, we sit down, and I didn't see anything. All I see is the, the, uh, the uh, Twins leaving the field. And I didn't think much of it until I looked up at the scoreboard. And I go, they scored four <laughs> oh. runs. I didn't even see it. Uh, so I missed the first four anyway. So you can't blame that one on me. No. But no. the other five, you know, I was there for.
1: Because uh, yeah. uh, if, if I'm looking here recently. They said that Target Field is the number two
0: ballpark for good food uh. behind... Uh, T-Mobile Park in Seattle. Yeah. I, I was so tuned into the game. You know, that's kind of how I am. Yeah. Once I got the Polish and sat down, the only reason I got up again was because, you know, I'm almost 60 and the bathroom calls once <laughs> a in a while. Especially a little, a little more often.
1: After a nearly $8 uh, yeah. root beer. Yeah,
0: 32 ounces of root beer. <laughs> that'll do it to you. So you're saying it's your fault because you were there in the stadium. I, and, I'm and using uh, some JP logic here. Ah. See he believes in hexes and jinxes and all sorts of things. <laughs> Does he? Yes. Mm-hmm. He's a hundred percent believer. Mm. So so there I was. First game in years, and they get throttled. Yeah. So, you know. So I'll JP's be, uh, angry with you now, too. Yeah, yeah. he's he's not talking to me.
1: Well now you uh you, you baseball guys are kind of superstitious, anyway. Kind of yeah. I mean, there is some of that, sure. Yeah. Yep. I thought for sure I'd see you on T V behind home plate. That's uh
0: right. yeah, those were a little spendy. <laughs> yeah. You know, I like to have good seats, so we were just uh, between third base and home plate in oh, the lower deck, but in nice. the top row, and those weren't cheap. No? <laughs> no. You're going to It was a StubHub purchase. It was kind of a... Uh you know they won game 2. I was all excited. Woo, we won a game. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, totaled for two tickets about 680. 680. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That's about what I paid for Eagles <laughs> concert tickets sex. Yeah. So, so you understand well, that? Yeah, you yeah. want to be there for That's something, right. you're willing to pay the price. That's right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> wow. That's still spendy though. No wonder you were upset over a $7 pop. And then it was just, you know, they they did nothing while I was there. They scored one measly run. Uh,
1: Better luck next time. I'll I'll need it.
0: The ones you want to wake up to. I listen to you
2: guys every morning. I love you guys so much. Tim and Laura on Q102.
1: Last week, uh, end of the week, I think, I I saw a story. Maybe you did too. About the 104-year-old Chicago woman who uh, set a record for being the oldest to skydive.
2: Skydive. Yeah, I did see that. I would not recommend that for my my dear granny if she were still alive at 100 and whatever.
1: Grandma Dorothy. And uh, I saw the video of when she, uh, well, when she jumped out. And then when she landed, there was a pool of reporters asking her questions. She was cute, funny, smart, witty, just like right on it, cracking jokes at 104, Hmm. setting that record. Today, I just read she passed away.
2: Well, I mean, she crossed the final thing off her bucket list and said, I got nothing else to give here.
1: Yeah. I've done it all. I mean, in a way, it's like, well, that's sad. But in another way, yeah. Like, well, uh, what else can I do? She And it was, by the way, it was not skydiving again. Uh, Mm -hmm. She uh, passed away in her sleep on Monday, Mm -hmm. peacefully knowing I set a world record at 104 years on this planet. (laughs) Skydiving. I mean, that's pretty good.
2: I mean, good for her. Yeah. I wouldn't do it at forty because I know my luck. Like that parachute won't open, oh. and I'm good down here. Like, you know my luck too. What
1: are yeah. the chances? <laughs> That's what they all say. Now, now our friend Todd has skydived. He I, did. Yeah. Oh, okay. I would rather be in the plane and like give him a shove out. Or I'm
2: sure you
0: would. <laughs> I'll
1: stay in the plane. That was. Let me help part. you there, Todd. Get out.
0: <laughs> Q one oh two. You gotta lose somebody.
1: There you go. Kaigo and one republic on Q one oh two. I have a, a dilemma. I just thought, well, are, are one republic still out and about playing? Are they touring? You know my uh Mm-hmm. Your stickler. Sort of standards on that. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight dates from now, now. is that a tour
2: in your book or is that just some stops along the way. See. Some shows.
1: Here's the thing. Four of them are the East Coast. Newark, New Jersey, New York City, Boston, D.C. To me, that's just out and about. But then they go to places I'm not sure I've ever heard of. Kaohsiung, Macau, and Zalak, Bahrain. They're really big there, I hear. So the fact that they are doing some in other countries... I'm gonna say So now it's a world tour. It's a, not just a
2: tour. It's a world a tour. A small world tour. I'm gonna give oh. that to him. <laughs> So Now we have classifications yeah. on tour size. If it does become a tour, yeah. you are a stickler. Well, I'm, I'm telling say. you, <laughs> tough crowd.
1: I know that's me. Really tough. <laughs> Speaking of tough crowds, uh, I don't know if you know this. Uh, Stillwater, Minnesota, cool town. Pretty much, yeah. It's right on the border to your state of Wisconsin. There uh okay. northeast twin cities area cool town really cool town they do have they got a prison there and now they're opening up a supervised tattoo parlor in the stillwater prison oh. they're they're thinking well look they're going to find ways to do it and probably not in, in sanitary ways so why not just offer a a proper equipment sanitary precautions they hope the program will also provide inmates with a marketable skill that they could use when uh, oh, they so get out. Oh, so they're
2: training the inmates to do the tattooing. Well,
1: yeah, a little of well. both. Well, if, if you're interested in learning how to do it, uh, if, if you want to get one, let's not sneak around you know, using sketchy, carved-up yeah, forks. Things
2: that are going to land you in the, yeah. the medical unit. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm feeling like okay. You're right. They're gonna do it anyway. Let's let's make sure it's sanitary. So then, you know, we don't have to pay for their medical bill when they get some sort of uh, infection. You with me on this?
2: I see, I see the thought process behind it.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't have a horse in this race. I don't, nobody in the Stillwater prison, but uh, my stepdaughter. I was going to say,
2: do you have some insider information no, no. that you're getting?
1: <laughs> my stepdaughter is is now, uh, she went through tattooing school and doing tattooing. And uh, I'm like, yeah, might as well have somebody that does it right. Meanwhile, by the way, her brother, my stepson, says, I'll let you tattoo me when you have 10 years of experience. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Spoken like a true sister and brother relationship. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's
1: Q102. Glad you're here. Uh, thank you, Facebook, for reminding me of all of my friends and relatives' birthdays, anniversaries. Uh, I used to think in the early days of uh, Facebook, it's a little lame, you know, just, oh, I want to wish you a happy birthday. But now I, I kind of like it. It's handy. <laughs> You don't want to have to buy a $6 greeting card, you know, for one thing. Do you still
2: do that for the extra special people, though?
1: Uh, Mom. Pretty much mom. Not even my siblings. (laughs) I'll just message them. They just get the Facebook. I still send a card to mom. In fact, she turns 85 on Sunday, and she requested a card shower. Uh, What what is that? Well, everybody should just shower her home with greeting cards. If you're under 80 years old, you probably don't request card showers anymore but she's gonna be 85 and so I did a Facebook group with all the relatives and friends and hopefully she'll get a bunch of cards this week and then uh, today I bring it up cuz I noticed a cousin of mine in South Dakota it's his uh, 34th anniversary today and his daughter posted it and this is such a a farm family thing to say she said I can't believe you got this all done during harvest but happy 34th anniversary yeah October 11th. Wow. I can just see they go to their parents. We're getting married. When? October 11th. What? It's harvest time. We can't plan a wedding.
2: <laughs> Maybe that was by design. Everyone, come in your work clothes. Yeah. We're going to have this wedding. Grab a quick bite to eat, uh-huh. here's some cake, and then you're out to the field with us. As your wedding favor, you can take home a few produce items, but <laughs> otherwise, put them in the bushels, and then we're good to go.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe. Who can drive the combine? Because Jim, that's my cousin. He's gonna be busy for a little while. Go take him. Yeah. A- uh, <laughs> cool thing is those uh, that family. He has uh, three brothers, all of- and-, and sisters, but the brothers are really good singers. And so when, when there are gatherings these days, of course, probably funerals, but uh, they'll sing, you know, hymns in harmony. So
2: did they sing at the, did, were they the band at the? I
1: don't. I'm pretty sure I was there because I would have been like a junior in high school when he got married. And, you know, I don't know if they started as young as this uh, viral seven-year-old kid in New York City. Have you seen this? He sings Mm -hmm. like Sinatra and the Rat Pack and and his stage presence, if you will. He's going around just like singing it up (laughs) like the Rat Pack. Marcelo de, de de Gregorio de Gregorio he's, he's like related he to the He sounds group.
2: like an entertainer yes. already.
1: And uh, he's belting out uh, this is at an Italian restaurant. It looks like a wedding reception. Listen to this kid here. And he's wandering through the crowd with the mic. And...
0: Oh, he is
2: Hamming it up. Oh,
1: yeah. Everybody having a good time. He <laughs> is seven years old. Good uh, for this. Like, he has a
2: future in show
1: business. I know. Now, I don't know if he'll ever be to the quality of our Laura McKenna singing. Oh, no doubt. I'm
2: losing my best friend. <laughs> my God, I'm so.
1: Spot on. <laughs> I will never let that go. I
2: love it. Keep it coming. Q one hundred two.
1: You know who hasn't gotten enough press lately? Apparently. Who is that? Brody Jenner. You know, all of the, all of his sisters, half sisters, are getting all the attention. So I got to do. I need a publicist to get my name out there. Have you seen why? So,
2: no. Oh, do we want to know why?
1: <sighs> Caution. Porches' program may not be. Uh, suitable suitable
2: for all ears
1: for ears and stomachs uh, Brody know. posted a YouTube video showing uh, and I saw it hey we're out of we're out of milk for coffee so uh, what does he grab I don't know if this clip of audio actually says what he grabs let's see what he says All right, so I just came out to make us both some coffee and we are out of almond milk but I did find one thing now I hear great things about breast milk. I hear it's very nutritious. I hear it's very delicious. I think it'll do.
0: No, yeah, it'll really be really good for you.
1: You want some too? <laughs> It'd be uh, his, uh, what, fiance, right? His fiance's breast milk. You can put it in the coffee. They have a newborn baby.
2: Yep. At, at, first, at first glance or first sound... That sounds gross, but is that any grosser than drinking any, any other, other milk. type of milk? Good I point. mean, when you, when you break it down like that, I mean, is that any worse?
1: Right, maybe <laughs> even, uh, yeah. Well, um, Just because babies... we're
2: used to drinking cow's milk, does that yeah. make it any different?
1: I guess it's one thing to have a cup of coffee with uh, the breast milk in bed with the baby, with the mother of the baby. Now, if you got guests...
2: Yeah, they may not want to.
1: <laughs> Would you like
2: <laughs> a cream with that? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to pass. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Tim and Laura. Morning. The best way to wake up is with Tim and Laura. Every morning, the Q102 Morning Show.
1: Do we need a, an early ah moment today just to yes. kind of settle ourselves? Because ah, it's still only Wednesday. Wednesday's a day that gets no respect. Uh, you pointed this thing out at the Chicago Marathon. You're the cat lover here. I don't. Hate cats, but you have oh, yeah. now two. Well, well, technically, when yeah, you get yeah, back, they, they was,
2: haven't uh, met each other yet. Oh, that's but, right. Uh- <laughs>
1: That's right. <laughs>
2: Hopefully they'll get along What someday. if they don't? Well, I think they will. <laughs> I think the the most that we have to worry about, I think, is that Phil Dawson is going to be a little bit like, whoa, when he meets mm. Oliver, his dog brother. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Oliver is a big baby, yeah, but big. Phil Dawson doesn't know that. He's Uh-oh. just going to see, like, whoa, yeah. this is a large dog.
1: This would be you. Well, first of all, I don't mean to suggest you wouldn't be running a marathon, but I mean, if oh, no, you Doct- were...
2: Doctor's orders said... <laughs> After this knee surgery, don't you dare run. And I said, no problem, Doc. I, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah.
1: Sarah Bohan running the marathon. And, and, and what's the deal? Uh, she saw along the race that there was a, a, a kitten that needed adoption.
2: Yeah, this, was, this just happened this weekend. I guess mile 20. She's running oh, in the Chicago Marathon and sees like a kitten just on the road on the course i i think we have a little audio clip from her specifically talking about the moment that she saw the cat and then when you see a cat what do you do with it well of course you gotta pick it up right yeah, <laughs> even well. if you're even if you're trying for a pr and uh probably qualifying for you know her next race you go you know what to heck with this i've trained but there's a kitten
1: yeah here's sarah I was cruising, I was enjoying the crowd, high five and everyone along the way. I was on the left side and
0: I noticed like this little white fluffy thing bouncing along. Once I turned I was like, okay, this is this is now my responsibility and this is my whole heart and this is now my the rest of my race. <laughs>
1: A little white bouncy thing. How could you resist it?
2: I know. And then I read a little further into the story, and I guess she was running. You know how some people run for their charity? Like, oh, I'm doing this to bring some recognition to certain charities. I guess she said she was running for an animal shelter and then saw the kitten and thought, "Ah, this is... I mean, I have to stop. And so she picks up the kitten. I don't know if the woman that she found in the crowd was someone that she knew. And so she handed off the kitten like, here, hold this kitten for me until I can finish this race and then find a home. Or if this was a perfect stranger, because now I feel like they're friends forever, right?
1: I'm kind of watching uh, a little video from a Chicago TV station. It doesn't look like they know each other. <laughs> and then it do- uh, cause my question was, did she finish the rest of the marathon with the cat? So it would have been another six miles. And it looks like she, there's video of her oh. holding the cat. It looks like she's trotting along with the, the kitten. Now, whether she said, hey, you guys meet me at the end, you know, we'll make this all official. But it, it's a cute cat. Cute lady, by the way. I don't know if, uh, if she's single, but uh, uh, getting her face out on there and her love yeah. of cats.
2: I mean, Sarah, you could uh, get, a, get a kitten and a sweetie all in the same race. Yeah. I mean, come on. I
1: mean, don't get me wrong. If she's not, maybe she prefers not to be. That's fine, too. But uh... what a great story.
0: The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.